Welcome to another episode of How to Sell Your Coaching with your host, the Coach's Coach, Wayne Sutton. We invite you to listen, enjoy, and implement these proven methods in your business today. Hey guys and gals, welcome to another episode of The Wealthy Coach. I'm Wayne Sutton, The Coach's Coach. I'm excited. I'm doing a little pre-show. Little, I've been pulling nuggets. Been pulling nuggets. You know, a little pre-show with Robin Kennedy with the Email Marketing Show podcast. And um, I love that I have my my North Carolina Southern twang, and they have their accent. So you're gonna, if you are an accent person, you're gonna love this show. But what I'm really excited about, Rob and Kennedy, really glad to have you on. Talk about email marketing, and it's so funny. Because I know you guys are masters of it. You've got a great league of people that are following you and you're helping people make money using email. Something that a lot of people say is dead. It went away years ago. You know, you can't do anything with email anymore. And the same ones that say that are checking their email every day. So thanks for jumping on the show, uh, for being on with on the on the, the Wealthy Coach program. And um, I'm going to ask, I'm just going to jump right in and ask, why email? And I'm going to let whoever wants to talk. <laughs> right, right. You know what's interesting is you, you said, Wayne, you said like, you know, email marketing is dead. And you know what? You're right. Like the way that people have been doing email marketing for years is dead. And it died a long time ago. Because if you just, if you just beat people over the head with sales messages and you just show up when you want to make a sale, then there's absolutely no reason whatsoever for anybody to ever open an email from you. Because unless they've decided, oh, I'm in the mood to buy something that that person sells, then why would they open an email from you? It's not just a notification system. But actually, what you can do is you can take some of the things we'll talk about today, hopefully, um, and you can apply it to your emails so that you actually give a value in your emails themselves. So people want to open them, whether they're ready to buy right now or not. And that gives you the opportunity to share value, share stories, connect with them, and even start building a sales message with them. So, but the reason we got into email is kind of weird. Yeah. So our background is really strange. We're actually entertainers by default. So I'm actually a stage hypnotist uh, going on stage and hypnotizing volunteers to make them do crazy oh. things. Kennedy is a mind reader. And that's, how we, that's how we became friends. And along the way, we realized that by accident, by being entertainers, we'd accidentally started a business. Like we didn't set out to be entrepreneurs. I'm doing air quotes, but you can't say entrepreneurs. Um, like we just wanted to get up on stage and get booked to go and do gigs. And we had to use email as, or we did use email as one of our platforms for getting booked, for turning inquiries into bookings, for getting inquiries in the first place. And so because that worked so well, we just threw everything we had into making it work. And because, as Kennedy said, email has changed over the years. That means our approach has had to change over the years too. Well, I'm going to take just a moment here as a side note. And I didn't know that about either one of you guys. And most of my coaches won't know this about me. But uh, hypnotism, mentalism, uh, illusions, that has been my my secret hobby so long. So, so fun. I really love that. Uh, in fact, I was doing a presentation on the power of influence of words. And I used them. I mean, used them in mind reading tricks. And it was, it was an illusion. But at the end of it, it was like, oh, my goodness. You know, and they were just blown away. I love that. I love the entertaining side that you can bring into the business. So mm -hmm. after this show, we have to talk. 
But anyway, back to email, back to email, because I know my coaches are like, shut up, Wayne. We want to hear about how to use email to make money. Um, and I know, guys, I want to jump in. I don't want to wait till the end of the show and say, how can people get in touch with you? Tell us now the easiest way, and then we'll continue our interview. What's the best way for people to find about email marketing and how to find out how to connect with you guys? One of the things that always happens whenever you learn something, especially with email, because it's changing so much, is we start to think about, that's all good for you because you teach email. Or it's okay for that other business because they're different to me. But how do I apply any of this stuff to me? You know, that's, that's a really good question. And so that's why we created our free Facebook group called the Email Marketing Show Community, where we oh. help you connect those dots. We help you and we show you how to take these concepts and make them real. Because one of the things we're obsessed with is we don't teach theoretical, lovely ideas that we've dreamt up like some kind of magic trick or some kind of altered state of awareness like hypnosis. No, we we come up with things and we test them out in the real world. Then we share them with you. So come and join us. Literally just go over to Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show Community. Uh, that's that's what you can do. Or if you want to hear our podcast, because I've got a feeling that you like probably like podcasts. We have a <laughs> weekly we've got a weekly podcast. It's called the Email Marketing Show Podcast. We're not very good at naming things. We we keep it consistent. <laughs> consistent. Um, yeah. consistent, yes, yeah, that's right, that's right. Hey, I had the Wealthy Coach 1.0. Now we have the Wealthy Coach 2.0. Can you guess? Maybe what it was creative as us. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, so let me ask you then, guys, because I'm really curious about this. Um, Obviously, being a stage hypnotist, we know it is about, um, or and even in mind reader, we know it's a lot about perceptions and framing and, and compliance. How how much of that really goes into writing an email? I mean, do I just say, "Hey, guys, I know we can't just do marketing, but should I?" Should, is any of that psychology brought into email? Should it be brought into email? Actually, quite a lot, like an enormous amount. And that's really our focus is on psychology-driven email marketing, because that's how we make people be able to receive our emails and want to go and buy stuff, but also like us in the process. So one of the first things that we start to do when somebody joins our list is we start to train them in the same way that if you come and see my show uh, and I get the minute you come into the auditorium, things are going on around you that are training you to be ready for the show, that are training yeah. you that if you get up on stage and volunteer, it's mostly going to work. So for example, one of the things that we do is we train people that we want them to open our emails and we want them to click. So we have something called the getting to know you sequence. It's kind of like our version of the welcome sequence. It's four emails. It goes out as soon as somebody joins your list. It's automated. So everybody goes through those four emails over four days, one per day. And each of those emails is designed to do a certain thing. Well, a whole bunch of things that will build authority and credibility. It will train people that when we say something like we were the closing keynote sp speakers at this event, we then prove it by having a photograph because we like to prove that everything we're going to tell you is true. And you will see that. So that over time, we have to prove stuff less because they, well, they, they just accept it as being true. Uh, we want to make sure that they know that when they click on stuff, it takes them to something that is good. We want them to know that if they read to the bottom of our emails and they see the PS and they do something with it, that's engaging too. So one of the very first things you've got to realize is whether you're trying to or not, you are permanently training your subscribers to either do what you want them to do or not do what you want them to do. And if you're not very intentional about getting them to do what you want them to do, then there's a fair chance you're accidentally training them out of doing what you want them to do. And the way that we can, we're able to email our list 365 days a year, sometimes more than once a day if there's something particularly special happening. And the reason that that's okay is because the minute somebody joins our list, the very first email says, hey, now that you're on our list, 
We're going to email you every day with a cool story, tip, hint, or piece of advice to help you do better email marketing. Well, now they can't complain about too much email because in the very first email, we said we're going to email you every day. And if that's not for you, that's fine. Just scroll down and unsubscribe. So it's really all about training them to get into the headspace of how you're going to engage with them going forward. So you're basically, and back to, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're definitely leading them into, you know, pace, pace, lead, but by proving it, by proving what totally. you're doing. That's awesome. So who is email for and who isn't it for? And I'm going to give you an example. Uh, I have coaches. Obviously, this is the coach's corner and we, we work with coaches, business, spiritual, real estate coaches. Uh, but what about somebody that uh, like you're hitting this? So you're, you're booking a gig. But what about your local businesses? Do you have people that maybe they're a, a real estate agent, a florist? Uh, uh, here's one for you. What about the local um, funeral home parlor? I mean, that would right. be Sure. I mean, it's interesting. We have members of our programs who are local businesses as well as, as well as being uh, sort of online courses and coaches and stuff. Right. The thing is, if your market, if your audience that you want to speak to, they, they might not be in the right place at the right time right now to buy what it is you're selling. One of the sides of the classic old fashioned marketing triangle is time. And if the time is not right, then they can't buy. It's impossible because they haven't the need. They haven't got the urgency. They haven't got the situation that they need what you need. They need what you, what you sell. So with that in mind, so let's take an example of um, an accountant. Like how could an accountant, something as I mean, apologies to accounting friends, and we've got a fabulous accountant called Graham. Hello, Graham. But you know what? It's, it doesn't sound like the sexiest thing in the world to be sending emails about on a daily basis. But the truth is, rather than taking the big, massive monthly newsletter that you send out every month, which takes you a few days to put together, which if it's a massive newsletter like our, our Graham's is, then no one reads it. No. Nobody's reading the whole thing. Because our attention span is lower than ever, is shorter than ever. So instead, what we're saying, what we encourage you to do is send more emails, but make them shorter, make them much more consumable. And what you're going to do in those emails is you are not going to turn up and go, hey, buy this thing. Hey, buy this thing. No, the old way of doing email marketing was to only send an email when you want to sell something. What if these days the world has changed, right? The world has changed many times over of recent too, right? Oh, yeah. The world has changed. And the way that we buy now is based on us. We like to have choices. We like to be informed that we're making choices. So when we email, we're going to email so that at the mo rather than emailing to sell, we're going to email so at the moment someone's ready to buy, we are there and we've built up the beliefs. We've built up the trust. We've built up the information and the knowledge that they need to have so they can buy from us. And that's the big difference. You're going to email so that when they're ready to buy, you're there, not only when you're ready to sell. So let's say Graham, for example, one of the things we're all going to do is we're going to email content that is appealing, useful, and valuable to your customers, your ideal customer, but broader than just the thing you do. So for example, for an accountant, what you got your accountant for? To help you grow your business. So if my accountant every single day rocked up in my email inbox, I'm having my morning cup of tea and, and I'm sitting there with my crumpets and I'm thinking, oh, we're going to start the day off. 
And he drops into my email inbox with a lovely little email, little message that says, oh, here's a little idea. Did you know you could save tax by doing this if you're in this situation? And then the next day, he rocks up with another little tip about another way that I could save time in my business. He's looking after what we like to call the greater emotional needs of his audience. And that's what we're looking for. Show up and appeal and be useful and be valuable to your audience. And then, of course, that means every day I get to think about my accounts. I get to think about my accountant. I get to be an easier client for my accountant. Yes. All of these things. Everybody's winning and I'm feeling closer and I'm feeling much more informed and I'm getting value. And that's really important. Okay, so one more question for you guys. And this is just maybe... Maybe there's no right or wrong answer, but I get emails that have uh, a great banner at the bottom, great, you know, all of the imagery. Then I get um, from Ben Settle, uh, he's a copywriter, I get Ben's text. It's just text. Um, I've tried both. I, I can't say which one I like better. Um, is there? Is it one way or the other you recommend? Should since I know we're using whether it's Aweber or Mailchimp or whatever email. I know you can do either way. What do you recommend? Should I should I have a, a banner at each one so they know me and they get to see me and there's no like right. trust factor? So um, one little thing uh, is um, Aweber is amazing, by the way. Um, we actually interviewed um, Tom Culser, the founder of Aweber, on our podcast. So if you care about Aweber and stuff, want to hear that, he's such a great guy. So just wanted to give a little shout out to Aweber team over yeah. there. That's right. <laughs> I've used them for years. So I just like everybody, you need this one. I know Aweber, it works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We can't say that one way is better than another. We can say that we recommend to keep it plain and simple and to the point. So our emails are almost entirely just text. And what I mean by that is there isn't really a logo or a banner or anything like that. The, the, the extent to which we would jazz things up a bit is like a photograph of us or a screenshot of a video. So if we want them to go and watch a video, we might take an interesting like a particularly interesting screenshot from that video and include that. And they click that to go and watch the video as well as a text link. And so what that just allows us to do is, well, it means a couple of things. First of all, it means that there's no spam barriers, right? If there is, I mean, spam is such a complicated thing and it's way more than just putting an image in your in your emails, but it could be that those things are going to get it caught up. And the more of them you have, that there is an argument to say the more likely you are to go to spam. So that removes all of that. But the other thing it removes on a psychological level is anything that your subscribers could dislike about your emails. If they don't like the color of our hair or they don't like our brand colors or our logo or Love any of that stuff. Love your hair. Go ahead. Thank you, man. <laughs> All of that resistance is completely gone. There's nothing that they can dislike because they can't dislike the word and or the word high or like that That stuff's hard for them to dislike. So right. it removes all of that additional resistance that you might just be throwing into your emails. Now, the exception to that is in our very first few emails in that getting to know you sequence, we have a photo in, in I think all of them. And the first one is a picture of Kennedy and I. The last one is a picture of Kennedy and I on stage. There's another one, which is a screenshot of a video. So, and we do that so that people can start to get to know us. Like we label it. This is Rob, this is Kennedy. So they know who is who, uh, because all of that stuff is really important in those very early days, in those first few interactions. Once we've got past that, we know that they like us and we try and keep those emails. If they're plain and simple, it just feels like it's an email from a friend. Okay. They know it's not, and they can unsubscribe and all of that stuff. But like, if I was going to send Kennedy an email and say, Hey man, you should go and check out this thing. I wouldn't take the time to put a button in it and make the button a nice color. And so we want people to feel like they're just receiving an email being sent to a friend. That is a wonderful, great, great. Back to, um, one thing I remember years ago, actually was a hypnotist, a very good friend of mine. He said, Wayne vagueness is power. Vagueness is power. He said, people will, will 
put their own image, their own emotions around it if you leave it vague enough. And, uh, so let me ask you, one of the things I teach my clients, uh, my students is, we, and he, I always tell people, and why I'm really excited about this show is email is the number one thing you want from someone. People love messenger bots and all this. I said, you want an email because not only can you email them, you can Google that email and get other information, but you can also set up retargeting through that, through Facebook and stuff. that didn't have 10 years ago when I was grabbing email addresses. Um, so I think grabbing that email address is so important. Do you have all, and I know we can't go into it in this call, but inside your Facebook group, inside your community, inside your membership programs, do you teach people how to best capture that email? How to overcome resistance of giving an email? Sure, and I think the big problem we have is um, there's, there's, a, there's this philosophy that's come around called funnel hacking, which is basically copying everybody else's stuff. Sure. The problem yeah. with that is as soon as more people are doing it, it dilutes its effectiveness because now it all looks the same and everyone's landing pages look the same and everybody's opt-in pages look the same. And the problem with that is so what one of the things we talk about is how do you create a standout, unique, and utterly irresistible way of getting people to join your list? Because the value of someone's email address is so much higher these days than it's ever been. It's actual currency. They are buying your free download. They are buying admission to your daily email inspiration or whatever your opt-in lead magnet is. They are buying that and the currency is that email address. And people take that seriously. That's why there's so many people using disposable email addresses because they don't really want to give you their real money. They don't want to give you their real email address. So uh, yeah. you need to re we need to really think about giving them giving people these frivolous things doesn't work anymore and it does need to be unique and actually copying and doing a version of somebody else's thing just will not work as effectively as finding your own thing finding your unique mechanisms finding the unique way of presenting that thing as well so yeah that's definitely something you want to spend time on awesome awesome guys i could ask you questions all day long and if, if time permitted i would i would definitely be that person um Rob Kennedy, I want to thank you so much for being on board. I'm going to say to all of our coaches, whether you're, you know, wherever you're at in your business, you will use email. So if you're going to use email, use it effectively. I always tell people, if you're going to be on the, you're going to be on the phone as a coach, mm -hmm. you know, learn to give good phone. If you're going to do email, learn to give good email, learn to do it in a way. And, and if you're going to hack, I don't, I agree with you on the funnel hacking, but if you're going to hack or shortcut, go to the best and learn from the best. I think that's why you guys are here. So jump over to the email marketing show uh, community on Facebook and be sure to follow these, uh, these guys. Uh, also the email marketing show podcast and uh, Rob Kim, any last thoughts that either one of you would like to give um, to our listeners? Just remember that don't don't hold back on doing email marketing because you haven't got a list yet. Because everybody we speak to thinks, I've only got a small list. We've had people who said, I've only got a small list and have got less than 100 people who are doing six figures. And we know people who come to us and said, I've only got a small list of 10,000 people. We yeah. all think our list is small. And yeah. size does not matter, ladies and gentlemen. So... <laughs> You need to, you need to, what you need to do, it really is what you do with it. It's like treat people really well, show up, give value, have good automations, have good systems in place, be authentic, and just commit to it. Okay, so uh, size does not matter. It's what you do with it. I think that is the perfect ending for this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, I appreciate you guys being on so much. Guys, again, check them out. 
also for anybody watching this that is a coach, consultant, course creator, uh, or a wannabe, and I say that with absolute integrity, that if you want to be that upcoming coach, course creator, um, not only check them out, but also check out us. You can go over to, um, I'm going to give you a couple websites real quick. Number one, go to howtosellcoaching.com. HowToSellCoaching.com, we are literally going to show you case studies of people that have gone from very part-time to even seven figures using a proven blueprint that we use. And we are opening up at the beginning of each month. We have a very limited, we work with 10 people in a case study program, so we can get you to six figures as quick as possible. If you're interested in working with me personally on a case study, then again, let us know. And you do that by going to HowToSellCoaching.com. Rob Kennedy, listen to me. I am so excited. Uh, you're going to see me in the community, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what you've been, uh, what you're doing, what you're teaching. Appreciate you more than you know. And uh, guys, again, thanks for being on. And everyone, check these guys out. Email will change your career. It'll hurt it or help it. You might as well let it help it. <laughs> thanks, guys, and make it about the first time on our podcast. Again, subscribe, hit the share button, do the right thing. Give some good karma. Karma comes back to you. God bless. Thanks again for listening and be sure to pick up your free resources to help build your coaching or consulting practice at howtosellyourcoaching.com.